Oh, gosh. This will really bake your noodle, but I think you were just taking a little time out. I'm afraid you're actually quite dead. I'm sorry, what? Welcome back to WD Magicast for the week of December 25th, 2022. This is episode 208, the last episode of the year, folks. WD Magicast, the show about the mouse, the marvels, the galaxy, and beyond. I'm your host, Matthew Graykin. In this week's show, Dave and I sit down and talk about, what else? 2022, a year in review. Some of the memorable stuff, some of the stuff that we forgot, some of the stuff that we forgot to mention, you will let us know. But it's a nice stroll back down memory lane of the past year. While I'm at it, I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Boxing Day, Happy New Year. All the holidays that there are, all the holidays there will be. I hope you had a fantastic year. I hope next year is even better. For you. And on that note, we'll be back after these words from our friends and sponsors. Hello there, Disney Marvel's podcast friends. This is Anthony King, host of the new podcast, Force Ghost Conversations. Each week, this show will be your home for cozy, deep dive discussions into all things Star Wars. We will break down the latest news, announcements, movies, TV shows, comics, books, and everything else in a galaxy far, far away. We can be found on every major podcast listening site, and you can also join the conversation with us via Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Force Ghost Conversations. We look forward to having you join us around the campfire then for some Force Ghost Conversations, and may the Force be with you. And now, on with the show. Well, it's that time of the year again. Christmas has come and gone, and New Year's is right around the corner. It is our 2022 year in review. Time to look in the rearview mirror and see what has uh, what has transpired this year. And there's been a lot of things that has happened uh, with the Disney Company, with our show. Uh, just all things in general. And one of those things that has happened over this year is our good friend Dave has come to join us. Dave Goldman is now part of the show and he is joining us on this year in review. Um, we invite everybody else, but one reason or another, they weren't able to make it. Um, everyone's it's that time of year. Everyone's crazy, busy, lots of things going on. Um, so yeah, we, we understand that some people aren't feeling well, Matt, I hope you are feeling better by this point. Uh, we miss you buddy. And, uh, we will look forward to having you back on soon, uh, next year. And, uh, but Dave, thank you for breaking the trend, <laughs> telling work to go put their package somewhere. And, uh, <laughs> 
joining us for this look back on 2022. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, reminiscing over, you know, what has transpired over the last 12 months. Yeah, it, it's, you know, as, as I was sitting down writing, the, going through the notes, and I kept going, wait, I know I'm forgetting more. Oh, yes, there is more. Oh, wait, wait, there's more. Oh, there is even more. Oh, wait, there is more. Yeah. It, it's It's been quite the cornucopia of events this year, and I know I'm even scratching the surface with what I, what I have come up with. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, in no particular order. Uh, I mean, it, it's, we, we had Walt Disney World. We'll start with the. I guess I'll start in the parks. Okay. Their 50th anniversary was continuing. It started uh, November the the prior year, but mm-hmm. it continued all of this year and will end at the early part of next year. Uh, you had the Star Wars Halcyon Star Cruiser, uh, special resort. Open up. That was March first uh, when it, it welcomed its first guests, uh, taking people to a galaxy far, immersing people in a galaxy far, far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could argue the price point being, you know, a tad high <laughs> in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I I can't I've I haven't been on it. I can't tell you if the price point makes sense or not. Um it it for me personally it does make it a challenge. Yes. But it is but from everything I've seen, uh you are for the most part seems like you're you're getting your money's worth. So your your food is included, at least food and drink is included. And the the experience goes the entire time. That you are there. You never leave the show. Right. So you are you are completely for the two days. Mm-hmm. You are completely or two and a half days, whatever it is, uh, immersed into Star Wars. Um, right. Everyone Which... who works there, walking around the ship and everything, it is one hundred percent Star Wars. Yeah. So. Right. For people like me, I would love, love to delve into that, to just, you know, be totally immersed in that for two days, you know, but I don't I, know. I, I would, I, the whole time I'd just have this look on my face like, ah, <laughs> ah, 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 ah. <laughs> you know, but that price point does uh, scare you away. So it, it, it is a little punch in the pocket, but, um, If you can do it, good for you. Do it. Uh, like I said, I, I know people who who have done it, and they they can't speak enough of it, mm-hmm. of, of how wonderful it is. Um. So, at some point, I I hope I get to get to go there. Not gonna be anytime soon. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, let me ask you: How many is it? you're paying for a room how many do you know how many people like you know what i mean so in other words like if me and you wanted to go there and split the bill that'd be still be expensive but would we be able to do that yeah okay i mean yeah, we'll do that down the, road. the the rooms i think hold four or five okay um and then of course there's just like our cruise ship, there's multiple levels of rooms. So there's there are suites and uh, larger rooms that will hold more. 
Um, but it's I want to say at least four on the standard size cabin. Okay. Using cruise terms, because uh, you have the the main beds, and then you have the two bunk beds. Mm. That might be a way to cheapen the price. We get two of me, you, we get two other people. We divide the price by four. Maybe it'll be a little bit, a little bit more reasonable. And people that can actually afford it. Yes. Right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and I'll have very angry kids. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about uh, your kids. My kids will be up in arms. Yeah. I, I will be needing that lightsaber to protect me as I walk back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. But yeah, that's that's um that, that's not out of the realm of possibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have the uh, oh the, the Christmas party and the Halloween party return at, at Disney World and at Disneyland. Fantasmic return up on both coasts. Um, so you, you had a, a lot going on in the, the parks. Oh. Guardians of the Galaxy. How did I forget that? Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind opened up. Yes. I'm jealous because you were lucky enough to get on that. I was lucky enough to get on it. I was lucky. Yeah. Um, it is. I was going in with the I with the notion because I kept on hearing, oh, there's you know, you have people waiting at the end with barf bags and people are throwing up afterwards. <laughs> really? This is what I heard initially. <laughs> so I get there. I'm standing in front. I get on the line. Like, okay, it's a roller coaster. I, I do pretty good usually with roller coasters. Uh, some of the ones around here can beat you up pretty good and I, I, I do fine with them. So I shouldn't have a problem, but yeah, I, I'm preparing myself and I get on this thing and you, you, you go through the little show scene, everything, you get to the launch point. I'm like, all right, here it is. Let's see what it's like. You get thrown backwards because it's a reverse launch. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Um, the music comes on. And I, I tell you, and I'm I'm not exaggerating. This is probably the smoothest roller coaster I have ever been on in my life. Yes, it is a brand new roller coaster, but even other roller coasters that I've been on that have been pretty new haven't been this smooth. It is like ice skating on butter. It is just you just are flying along. And even the, the seats rotate and turn as you're moving to change your vantage point to you, you to, so you see what you're supposed to see. You do, I didn't even realize I was turning. Mm-hmm. I was having so much fun on that with the, the music playing and uh, going along and just seeing everything, the, the script that's being presented to you, the storyline that's being presented to you and the images that are, uh, that you see as you're trying to see as you you fly through this uh, through this ride, and it is just so much fun. As soon as I got off, I'm like, I want to go again. Is it is it similar to the Aerosmith Rock and Roller Coaster? I mean, I know it's a different thing, but is it similar to like you're in the dark, you're looking at stuff as you're going through the ride? You know what I mean? Or yes. no? Yes. Okay. Yes. The difference is. So it, it's almost exactly like that. Um, Aerosmith has inversions. This does not. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. This, you know, does not have any inversions whatsoever. No loops, right? Yeah. No loops. No, no corkscrews. No, nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
where Aerosmith use is still um, still facades that are mm-hmm. lit by black light. Right. This has giant LED screens and some physical props lit by black light. Oh, cool. All right. Uh, which I, I will try not to, I will not get into. Right. Um, but yeah, it, there's a lot of screens in use to, to watch videos and, um, or put in special effects. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some physical props that you see that are, you know, lit by black light that you, you, you fly around and, and you're looking at, yeah, uh, most majority of it is through screen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Massive, massive screens. Mm. Um, but it it works. Um, where in some other things you see them, it looks cheap, and it's like ah okay. In this case, it works because it is, um, it is the quality of what you see in the movies. Mm. Wow. So it, it they well they they while they were filming Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, they they carved out a date to record stuff for this. Mm-hmm. Ah. So it, it's, it, it really is a segment of the movie. And then you, you add in uh, the Terry Crews part with, um, um, uh, Oh, I'm blanking on her name. Um, who plays Nova prime. Um, I wish big I actress. Uh, Glenn Close. There you go. Uh, reprising her role, she, you know, they, they show up. Terry Crews is funny as anything, mm-hmm. uh, in the whole thing, and it, it's it is just so well done. The so we, the pre pre show is amazing. Don't skip the pre show. Uh, the, even though the walkthrough area at the beginning uh, through the queue line, a lot of great stuff to see. What's your um, reaction to it? I mean, I know it's a different ride, but the um, the Rise of the Resistance ride. Two very different rides. Two very uh, different. But like, did you have that whole like wow moment, like when yes. it was over? Okay. Yeah, I, I had that wow moment. I still would put Rise as my favorite ride. Better than that. Okay. Yeah. Um, just because there is just that much more to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we we were on that for the first time together, and yeah. that was. Yeah, phenomenal. That's mind blowing. And yeah. I, I did it this trip again, and it still blows my mind away. Yeah. Uh, just, just how awesome that ride is. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is, this is right up there. Okay. Um, this is right up there. I mean, they, they are. Yeah, you know, it, it took them five years, but it is, you know, the, the end result so far is spectacular. Um, you know, and I'll get more into this whenever I do my, my trip, uh, review, which hopefully should be coming in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I just have to find time, sit down and record it, but it is, uh, yeah, it is, um, the longest indoor roller coaster, um, is the first Omni coaster. So if, if you're not familiar with the term Omni coaster, um, the, Back in the days of the world, when Disney was making stuff for the World Fair, they created the Omni Mover um, to be able to make sure people are paying attention to what they what you should be looking at. 
So when you see a movie, you're looking at the screen and they will move the camera to change your perspective. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're in a physical building and you're being uh, trotted along inside a a uh, vehicle on a track, your your perspective is whatever you're facing. So typically your vehicle is facing forward. You Everything in front of you is your point of view. So Disney took the idea, what if we can move the vehicle? And hence that the term Omnimover you, you, you moves you in all directions. Mm-hmm. So this way they can focus your view of where you should be looking. Case in point of this is the Haunted Mansion. Is a, you know, the Doom Buggies are a perfect example yeah, of the Omnimover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at one point you're facing forward. Another point you face to the left or face to the right. You're turned around backwards. So that is an Omni mover. The Omni coaster is the next step. You take a roller coaster, put that technology on the roller coaster, and you rotate the car to face you in the direction that they want you to look. So you, like I said, you start off, you actually go backwards, and then they turn you sideways. As you come along, they move you in the direction that you need to be looking forward. You need to be looking to the side because uh, there's sometimes some, some things uh, picture a um, corkscrew going down on a roller coaster. So you, you start at the high point and you just right. going in a, a circle downwards, putting a point of view in the center there. Oh, so you're a just focal point it the, as you're going. That's but awesome. as you, so as you're going around, the car stays pinpointed on the the center object mm-hmm. typically on a roller coaster you would always be forward and you'd have to be turning your head right to right. look at that in this case you just sit forward and you always have the right point of view because the car is controlled to keep you at the right perspective mm-hmm. and the music is playing loudly and the the uh, characters are talking to you and it is just it is, is it is it moving at a good clip because uh, you know how like uh when you go into haunted mansion or the, all these other rides it's like a nice little slow trot along and it flips you around and stuff but i would assume it's a coaster so it's going at a pretty good clip i uh you know what i i yeah you're moving mm-hmm. um let me see if i can look up because i i actually do not know what the speed is I mean, I'm sure it's not, you know, 45, 60 miles an hour. No. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that would be, you know, for it being the Omni Coaster going at a faster pace, that would be why some you would hear that, uh, the speculations of the, the uh, vomit bags and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, in, that makes sense. And it may very much be... Part of that. That's why. Okay. But it, it just could be those that are uh, motion uh, sensitive to motion sickness. You know what I mean? That, and, you know, which I'm not, thankfully. So I should be okay on the right. Yeah. Um, some people that I think is the reason. Um, and I am not so much. I was on it with someone who claims they are. 
Okay. And it didn't bother them. I know some other people who have been uh, um, that are prone to it and skipped it. So I can't get their input, uh, but their significant others have told them that no, you probably would be fine, but they didn't want to take the, the take the gamble. The risk. Yeah. yeah. Eh, well, regardless of the speed, I'm going next year. Hopefully, I can get in there and uh, <laughs> yeah. check this out. Sixty miles an hour. Max it does really yeah wow zero inversions track length is reportedly uh 5577 feet mm. so wow okay that sucker's moving then yeah max speed so that's typically your launch speed right uh top speed 60 um i mean some reviews here it's fast, top speed 60, but is smooth, and you don't feel if you're going as fast or, or anything. Mm-hmm. It is it is fantastic. It is a lot of fun. The music... Um, some people are guessing that was approximately 40. Mm-hmm. But most of these things are saying it's about uh, about 60. So somewhere between 40 to 60 miles an hour. So you're you're going at a good pace. Yeah. I wouldn't have expected that, but hey, I'm I'm okay with it. Um, and it, it's it is so well done, mm. uh, so well done. And then yeah, if if you get the chance and you are, you know, motion sickness isn't so much of a problem, um, then by all means, I mean, it, do it if going into slow car can cut gives you problems then yeah no i'll skip it i'm not saying it's for everyone mm-hmm. but i'm just i am saying don't believe the hype of how bad the motion sickness is is that people are passing out and throwing up left and right <laughs> i no <laughs> yeah, and you know what when i was leaving there was no vomit bags being offered to me <laughs> and let me just put it that way Go on if you're scared. Just go on with a poncho, just in case, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, just like Splash Mountain. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else here. I know there's some more. Uh, Disney Cruise Lines Cruise Lines launched the Disney Wish, the brand new concept ship. Um. That's which was doing well. A lot of people really loved it. It's their largest ship to date. It's uh, up the we're going from the aqueduct to the aqua mouse, the first uh, attraction at sea, so they claim it, uh, where you, you actually see show scenes as you go along on this raft ride. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, they towards the end, of, just in November, they purchased the Global Dream from a uh, bankrupt cruise line uh that's based out of hong kong uh ships being built in germany uh by it's being a subsidiary Merewolf, and uh it would be the largest ship that on disney's fleet um it is one of the largest ships that will be at sea when she launches uh 
And Disney bought it for a song, from what my understanding is. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah those, those those cruise lines. Well, that Disney's cruise line in particular. I've never just from the outside looking in. The ships look fantastic, but again, it's it's just it's the the price point. You know what I mean? That that's that's yep. the. the <laughs> that's the point of way i'm probably gonna pass on and, this and that's <laughs> for something that is aimed towards family it is a luxury class line yes. and you, it, the price point puts it there mm-hmm. um the, the, it's it's disney service i've done the i've done the line once it was probably back in 2002 when there was only oh, two wow. ships mm-hmm. um it was the magic and the wonder i was on the wonder um and it was absolutely fantastic uh, it was the the level of service was hands down probably the best service I have experienced anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they they couldn't do enough for you. They they went out of their ways to try and help you. Uh, the concept of you rotate restaurants and your wait staff goes with you is fantastic. So, because they don't have one main dining room, they use they usually have three, because even the Wish, I think you have three main mm-hmm. dining rooms. Um, and so you you follow your schedule as you go along, and they, like I said, your wait staff goes with you. So you know, day one you're in restaurant A, day two you're in restaurant B, same table group, and same waiter group, just a different venue. Um. I think that's that's a really great concept. So this way, you still get your wait staff who gets to know you and what you want and expect you and help you out that way. But you get to experience a different restaurant with different type of food, different theming, different everything. Uh, so that's that's really cool. And the, the ships are immaculately done. They, they, I mean, they they put a lot into their ships. Um, but again, for something that's supposed to be geared towards family it's a little out of reach of a lot of families. I mean, they still, I mean, these people are still going on the ships. They still fill up. They still, a lot of people, you know, people are doing it. So do they uh, go, I don't know if there's a, uh, do they go, do these actual ships go to destinations or is it like you're paying that money to just experience the ship and you're just out there chilling on it? Nope. And, they, know, they, they, they are a typical cruise line. You mm-hmm. pick up the ship at whatever port of call. And you go to whatever your destinations, be it St. Thomas, St. Martin, Cozumel, Alaska. Uh, have they done Hawaii? No. Uh, but they have done uh, Mediterranean. So the Greek Isles, Italy, France. Oh, wow. Spain, uh, Northern Pacific, uh, Northern Atlantic, I mean. Um, Japan, I think they've done some cruises out of Japan. They've done stuff out of Great Britain. Um, so, yes, uh, they, these ships travel all over. And now as the fleet is expanding, they can push ships out more. One of the ships is going to end up in Asia. Mm. Um, do they have their own private island? Yes, they no? do. They do. Okay. They have their own private island, Coco Key. And they have purchased a second one, mm. uh, which is under development. Uh, and should be on opening up soon, uh, probably within the next year. I'm guesstimating. I don't know if that's good, an accurate amount, but they are, you know, getting this thing up and running because there are now five ships in the fleet. Mm. 
So they need to. That'd be kind of cool. You go to like their own little private island, and it's all like Disney themed out and stuff. That, you know, it is. It is. Um, it really. I mean, it's. You got the. You got the. Not so Disney themed areas and then you got some more heavier deep uh, disney themed areas you have a snorkeling area with buried stuff underneath um at one point they even had the um jolly roger ship from the pirates movies they brought it in to oh, wow um so the the actual prop from the movie was there um so yeah, they, they, they got a bunch of stuff. It, it's it's a really nice, uh, uh, really nice experience. That's a that bucket list, like the Star Cruiser. Yep. Two bucket lists. <laughs> um. So yeah, you you it, it's now. See, when I was on the Wonder, there was hints of Disney. It wasn't overly Disney on the ship. They've now gone away from that, and everything is a there's a lot more Disney presence in the ship and in the design and the aesthetics. So, uh, so different things about it that way, but, um, yeah, so in the Golden Dream, the outside is done, the inside isn't, and that's where a lot of the money is going to have to go and, and redesign it. The question being, though, is on the Disney ships, there aren't they do not have casinos on there. Really? So they use that space more uh, to to spread out the kid friendly areas, um, the kids only areas. The Golden Dream was supposed to have multiple casinos on it because it's a the ship was designed for the Asian market. The question is, what is Disney going to do? Are they leaving the casinos and going to start actually? having ships with casinos are they not going to have the casinos um which will seem strange for the asian market because the asian market actually likes their casinos mm-hmm. um that has yet to be seen uh there's even wow. some questions do they keep that ship mm. uh, but with the amount that they got it for it would be kind of bizarre if they didn't now they say the ship is going to be launching 2025 but i i wouldn't hold that date um i would be i wouldn't be surprised if that date gets bumped because they do have two more builds that they're working on uh mm-hmm. sister ships to the wish mm-hmm. so they have to get those going and they're working on this one so that that's a lot for their their design team to work on mm-hmm. so i wouldn't be surprised if some of the, a ship somewhere gets jostled in it, its its date so, yeah, we, I would we, see that being a, a turnoff for like not having the casinos on there. Some people, not that everybody just that you got to have a casino, but some people like I, obviously every time we went on a cruise, we walked through that casino. It's packed. It, yeah, and, and people love their casinos, but but uh, you know, case in point though, Disney Cruise Line is now celebrating its 25th year of mm-hmm. service, um, and never had a casino, and they're still going strong. Yeah. So um, it's some people will miss it, but there's plenty of other things going on in the ships right? Um, that, yeah, they, they've been getting away with it for this long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, things change. Mm-hmm. You know, Disney wasn't involved in sports betting and now they're, you know, they're, they're, you know, 
shaking hands with DraftKings in some ways. Mm. Uh, we we shall see. Yep. We shall see. Um, what else? We had Star Wars Celebration that gave us a lot of things to look forward to and what's going on in Star Wars and um, just in look back on stuff and a lot of cool things from there. D23 as well, just a few weeks yep. later mm-hmm. in the same venue. Um, which again gave us a lot to look forward to, a lot of things to talk about. Uh, Bob Chapek's contract was renewed; he was extended three more years. And then, just a few, two months ago, or not even a month ago, yeah, he was uh, told that he uh, didn't have to come back to work the next day. It was a <laughs> Sunday night. He was at the Elton John concert. He got a phone call and said, "Bob." Take the week off. Back. <laughs> yeah. Now take, take a permanent vacation. I, like, I don't. I don't think we've had this conversation about this topic, but no. Where did that come from? Like, did they feel? I guess the the higher ups or whatever felt that he wasn't bringing in enough people to to, to on the Disney Plus app or something like that. Like, what what would no. spur this reaction? You know no, what I mean? Because uh, Isaac and I talked about this. We uh, we did a show about it. And um, it was a, it stemmed from now, you know, you, no one knows, you know, no one's exactly, you know, in the room where it all happened. But there were still people who were loyal to Iger that were still in the mix. In the company. And they were not happy. And apparently one of the chief people, and this is actually someone who's now being looked at as a possible replacement, was the CFO. Mm-hmm. Um, she, uh, and I, I forget her name off the hand and give me a moment as I look it up, mm-hmm. but she was the one that kind of really, uh, was questioning things and saying, this isn't right. What's going on here and how the, the direction the company's being, he- uh, pointed in and how the company's being run and, and so on and so forth. Um, uh, okay. but you really can go back before that. Um, Chief Financial Officer Christine McCarthy. Okay. Um, so there were still Iger loyalists in the in the company, and, right? And they didn't like what Chapik was doing, the direction he was sending the company in. So they caused a ruckus or a stink or whatever, and got him out. That's. Yeah, because I mean, you, you think he gets into uh, he he just starts last year. Mm-hmm. Black Widow comes out. Do you remember what happens when Black Widow comes out? Um, you didn't like it. No. <laughs> well, besides that, more, more on the um, Scar Johansson not liking what happened. Oh, yep, yep, yep. I remember. Yep, right. That you know it's supposed to be theatrical release. Her contract it was, was based on theatrical release. It, it wasn't yeah. a theatrical release. It was streaming, right. and she goes, "Where's my money?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he goes, "Well, it's based on a theatrical release." <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, not that, not that she didn't get any payment, mm-hmm. but it. A lot of times, these stars, their their contracts are structured on. Um, a performance base. So if the movie does X amount in the box office, they get a residual off of that. Mm-hmm. So if you have a contract saying that 
you're going to get X amount based on the money that the movies brought in. And now it's a streaming movie where that's a very hazy gray area of how much money is this movie actually making? Mm. And you don't get any kickback on that. Yeah. You know, you're not going to be happy in the way that he went about it. In you know, getting the company in a big lawsuit and one of their big stars mad at the company. Yeah. That's not a good way to start things. And it wasn't just her. So there was a few situations, you know, a couple, you know, things kind of um, started teetering there. So that's the first example. And then, you know, just some other things that are happening, you know, he is speaking out, well, the animated movies aren't for adults and the adults don't see our movies and they don't care about our, our animated stuff. So you're alienating uh, your audience. <laughs> and now a lot of people are blaming a lot of the price get, jump. It's in the, the elitist type of situations on him some of that was been going on or had was planned in, in initially um so that's some things he's getting blamed for that aren't necessarily him but at the same time they are uh and then there's the whole thing with what was going on with florida um you know so you're you're upset upsetting government you're upsetting your stars you're upsetting your your fan base yeah, it, it's and you you done all that in less than two years. Wow. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well explained. So now you got Iger in there. Uh, so he's back, but he's not. He's only temporarily there. Correct. He is. He is there for two years. He's been giving a two-year stint to rectify what's going on and uh uh train a suitor um you know pick and uh get a suitor ready uh and it's that's a lot to do in two years right how much is he able to get to turn around in two years that that's a high thing to ask but this shouldn't um, uh, this shouldn't affect anything that's supposed to be that was greenlit right to be released in the future right like he's not going to come in and well see and here here's kind of the the interesting thing um and when this all happened you know it's one thing for us on the media side to say oh you know this is a good thing and and whatnot it's another thing when you have talent and by talent i mean directors actors um that type of people celebrating mm-hmm. publicly going out saying how they are thrilled that bob Iger is back and that Che pick is gone mm-hmm. and you have some of these some of these people are a little outspoken to begin with you know that they they don't mind airing their grievances or, or whatnot so you know that's one thing you get other people who don't do that who are very professional very quiet on the the media on the social media front celebrating wow 
and speaking out about how they are thrilled that this happened. Mm-hmm. So that goes to tell you something. And one of the first things Iger said whenever he came back in the door and you know he's taking back over is time to put the creatives back in charge of doing what they do best, creating. And that was one thing that Iger was big about is let the creatives be creative. Where Chapek was, let the creatives be controlled by the money people. Mm, right. Iger was um Iger was very big on the, you know, you this is what you, you want to do. Okay, that's I like your idea. Here's the check. You do what you need to do. Right. Iger uh JPEG was more how much was this again? I don't care what you figure out how to do it for this much. Mm. Uh JPEG was very much a numbers guy, very much um he he controlled by the spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. And if it didn't make sense on a spreadsheet, then it didn't make sense to do it. Mm. And when you're running a media company that is based on creativity and your history is based on taking financial risks and making a product to the best of its creative capability. That is what that's how your company, your company is 98 years old. This is when he takes over. It's 98 years old. Mm -hmm. And that's what you've been doing pretty much for the most part for 98 years. And you go and say nope we're not doing that anymore mm. yeah all right so it's it's good then so that means future stuff will not be handcuffed to his rules then and they can okay right i mean he, he i mean it, it was Iger's. i you know disney plus was Iger's idea and he got that going um so you know that that's you know it's let the creatives be creative. Here's more outlets for them to be creative and put stuff out there and expo- you, know, you know, increase our audiences. <laughs> um, and, and speaking yeah. of Disney Plus, man, that was that's a home run for him, man. Because I, I was a little skeptical when it first came out because I didn't know, you know, what the platform was going to bring. But now, was it been two years or whatever since it's dropped, man? It's the the, the yeah. amount of content that's on there is just insane. It's you know. Oh, absolutely. And the stuff that they bring, most of it is top notch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and it just, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a wonderful, wonderful, uh, platform. Um, you know, the, I understand, yes, the price is going to go up. And I said that from day one that, you know, oh, yeah, you knew the, that. the price right. is fantastic, but you know, this, this is not where it's going to say it's going to gradually increase. And it is. And, but it, the value is still there. Right. Exactly. You know, for what they're charging versus their peers. I still say Disney plus is one of the best streaming values. Best values. Yes. Yeah. Uh, especially for what you get in the, the, the range of what you get mm-hmm. now, the, you know, before it was, you know, you could let your kids watch it without worry that there's, you know, nothing to have, on there that shouldn't, you know, for the most part that they would be able to be exposed to that's gone away a little bit more now, but they, they, they now, you you know, age stuff in on there. So you you can control that. Yeah. Yeah, You can, you can control that now. Um, but for the most part, I mean, 
you got from old Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy shorts to the new stuff to Disney Junior shows to National Geographic shows to the Lucasfilm stuff. You got such a wide variety of options where some of these other ones are either a hodgepodge of their stuff and other people's stuff or other people's stuff and then some of their stuff mm-hmm. um, to a lot of their stuff that isn't necessarily family friendly. Right. Um, I'm, I'm, there's one I'm thinking of specifically that has really gone uh, is much more geared towards adult. There is there is kids stuff on there, but the majority of the stuff that I see there is very much adult um, and is definitely not stuff that you can watch with your kids. Um, so it, it there's a lot of stuff there for the family. Um, and I, I think they're doing a good job with it at the moment. And, you know, I, I look for, forward to the continued success and, you know, hopefully they figure out how to keep it balanced financially to be able to keep this quality of things coming along. Right. Yes. You know, speaking of Dick Disney plus and all that stuff, I mean, we've got strange worlds that, that just came out on the 21st. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you had the live action Pinocchio. I haven't watched it. I've heard some mixed things about it. But, yeah. Me neither. Yeah. I heard mixed too. Uh, disenchanted again, I heard mixed things, but, uh, I heard that it's fun. Hocus Pocus too. A lot of people seem to like that. Chippendales rescue Rangers. Um, you know, that came to it. You got National Treasure, Edge of History that just came out. Haven't gotten to watch that. Strange Worlds, I, 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 repeating myself, that came out. That came in theaters and that got brought over there. Uh, Turning Red got brought to uh, the Disney Plus. You know, you got a lot of those films that came out this year that may have not gotten lost in the, the theater. So just bring them to Disney Plus. And you you have a built in audience, right? And um, it, you know it, it's it's great. Um, well, and that's the beauty of like the streaming devices that are out there, like Disney Plus. Because back in the day, you used to watch the movie; it would hang out in the theaters for a couple months. Then you had to sit and like if you wanted to watch it again, you couldn't. You had to wait, you know, months or six months down a year down the road till they released it finally on a, on a Blu Ray or a DVD or something like that. Cassette. <laughs> Cassette, yeah, whatever. Now it's like, hey, it's in the theaters for two months, and then maybe a couple weeks later or whatever, boom, it's on the streaming device, and you can watch it right away. So, you know, it it speeds up right, like, the availability um, of watching it. Strange Worlds came out in November. Right, and it's November already on. November 22nd, I think it was, right? Yes, right and, before Thanksgiving, yeah. Yep, December 21st, it's on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> in Encanto. Came out in November, mm-hmm. December 25th. It was on Disney Plus. Right. Yeah. And Encanto did okay in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Took off to become a phenomenon when it hit, reached Disney Plus. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, people can you know, gripe and say, you know, oh, you're you're cheapening it. You're you're you're. You know, it's going against the artists. It's going against you know the whole the the whole whatever. 
But if someone, if you put it in the theater and people don't go and watch it, are you doing anyone a favor by doing that? Right. And let's let's be honest, technology has gotten better. A lot, of, you know, I'm not saying everybody has it, but if you got a nice size HD TV in your house with a surround sound system, it's just easier to watch it on your screen at home and blast your, you know, and you don't have to worry about other patrons are around you coughing sneezing whatever <laughs> and and you can just watch it at your leisure you know you can pause it when you have to and all that you know so watching it at home is easier than packing up the kids and family and going out to the movie theater you know well absolutely and, and uh, let's finish this because we have a lot more to, to yeah, come through on this mm-hmm. um i'll leave it on this note it's that i have a 70 inch tv a small but decent surround sound on it mm-hmm. And it's just easier for us at our leisure to go, okay, we're going to have a family movie, get the popcorn or have you watch it while we're having dinner or whatnot, sit down in our our living room and watch on our schedule. And if someone's got to go to the bathroom, we can pause it, (laughs) come back and be in the comfort of our house and not have, like you said, people sneezing, people talking, phones ringing, um, back of your seat getting kicked. You know, all that going on or also trying to f- schedule a time. All right. They're only showing at these three times and you're spending a pretty penny. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you know, anywhere between 10 to $25 now, $30 to see a movie for one person. Right. So $30 alone, that's two, three months of your Disney Plus subscription. To watch the movie at your pace, your schedule. If you only can watch 20 minutes of the movie now and then 30 minutes of it the next day and so forth and so on. And that's how you have to watch your movie because sometimes that's what I have to do. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it just, it's almost a no brainer. Mm -hmm. Now that's not to say that some movies you need to see in the theater. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You want to watch Star Wars. You want to watch end game yeah you could do that on the small screen but you need to see that on the big screen too yeah. any star wars any marvel yeah yeah you gotta, you gotta... avatar way of water is mm-hmm. you know another prime example that that is a, a super big special effects movie that's one to watch and on the big screen which is why i'm going to watch it at home whenever yeah, you no. get around having yeah. time that, that's one that yes because yeah, it's just the running length of it is just way too three long. hours like, and 15 minutes I, yeah i'm like i gotta wait for that to come out on on the on disney plus but uh, from what i've heard though it's you know the live like you've seen an imax in 3d it's just it blows you away you know just visually the visuals yeah. are phenomenal the, the story i hear is definitely improved from the first one mm-hmm. um and the visuals are just breathtaking yeah um i i I feel bad I can't see it in theaters, but I just, you know, really don't have. Yeah, three and a half hours. Yeah, the time <laughs> to be able, be able to do that. And I know my kids won't sit through it. So no. Um, but they they enjoyed the first one. But it, again, it, it's one to watch at home. Mm-hmm. So, uh, who? All right. So what else? I said the strange worlds. Ron, Ron's gone wrong. That was a Fox holdover from the the Fox acquisition that they released um through 20th century and that was a surprise i was surprised did you watch that one yes that was a that was a cute movie i i I was surprised how much i enjoyed that movie Mm -hmm. yep um that was a good one 
Uh, you had, like I said, the live action Pinocchio with uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, the Rise series uh, that was on Disney Plus. Didn't get to see that one. Uh, Disenchanted, Hocus Pocus 2, Chippendale, Rescue Rangers. Uh, uh, Disney Nature's Polar Bear. That came to Disney Plus. To love my Disney Nature stuff. Um, I, I will cheer along for any Disney Nature. Um, you know, the the nature films that they put out, they, they put it in a fun and entertaining way for you to enjoy. But you really do um, get a good experience and the, the way that they film these um animals in nature is just so they take time to make sure you really get an appreciation for these beautiful creatures that live on our that we share this planet with um and the the cinematography is fantastic uh national treasure edge of history that one also just came out that series um that that's a lot of the disney stuff i'm known for getting some things santa clauses just came out oh yeah the santa claus and i was i really enjoyed those mm. i really and that season two of that um has been greenlit that's good yeah uh, i'm looking forward to that i i really i enjoyed going back to that world and um it was just fun you you could tell it was fun mm-hmm. you know i wasn't expecting anything mind-blowing or i wanted to i wanted to sit down be entertained and have fun in the christmas spirit and that's exactly what i got yes uh turning red as controversial as that was and i i i don't get it um that that came out. That was fun. Lightyear. I'm halfway through that, and I'm, I've enjoyed it so far. You finished watching it. You yes, I finished it. it. I liked it. Um, I didn't understand like a lot of the the hate towards it. I, I enjoyed it. It was just I had a problem with the ending, which I'm not going to spoil it. You know, but that was just my opinion. How they ended it. Once you when you when you finally get to the end, you'll see what I'm talking about. <laughs> Spoiler alert: Buzz Lightyear turns into a toy. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I didn't finish watching yeah. it. Uh, but yeah, that 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 one came out. Um, you had the the world of Marvel, where you had you ready, everybody, in no particular order: Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, Thor: Love and Thunder, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, Werewolf by Night, She Hulk: Attorney by Law, Attorney at Law, I Am Groot: The Shorts, Shorts, yeah. um, Mrs. Marvel, Moon Knight, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. What am I forgetting? Because I uh, felt like there was probably more. What if have... that wasn't this year, right? No, what if was last year? What was it? What if? What if was, I think, the year before. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't this year. That might have covered it. Uh, that might be all of it. I felt like there was more, but that that was... What was your what was your top uh, your top Marvel movie that from that year and the series? Movie and then which was uh, yeah. What was your top movie? And top movie and what was your top series from the uh, top era? movie? Wakanda Forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I didn't care for Thor: Love and Thunder. Doctor Strange was enjoyable, but right. I think Black Panther was better. Yes, I, I agree with you. Wakanda Forever was by far the best movie they released this year. Series. So taking out the uh, the two specials, so Werewolf by Night and Guardians of the Galaxy, that doesn't count because that's not a series. That's just a standalone little project. Yeah, those are standalone little short movies, which, which were good. Both of them were were, yeah. were were really well done. 
Werewolf by Night surprised me because I, I just I didn't know what I was getting into, and it enjoyed Same the heck out of me. So and I, I was surprised with how much range that that had. Mm-hmm. Um, I was expecting one thing and got something completely different, and was thankful by that. Yeah. Um, out of the series, I would say probably Moon Knight was my favorite. Yeah. All right, we're on the same page. Moon Knight was my favorite too. Um, I I enjoyed all three, not including mm-hmm. the I'm Groot shorts. Those those yeah. were fun little things, but that that's yeah, that was just a fun like that all that that's what it was supposed to be a fun little thing. Mm. <clears throat> um, not moving the MCU at all, but Ms. Marvel, I I I enjoyed it. Um, I look forward to where that goes. I'm you know I was happy to see that character come in. Uh, she Hulk, I. Again, thought that was fun. I thought they did a nice job with it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, overall, I enjoyed She-Hulk, too. Yeah, but the strongest one was definitely Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Oscar yeah. Isaac's performance in that and where they went with that show um, was just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that that's hard. That was a that's a high bar to. Yeah, and and that was definitely a show you need to watch when you're wide awake because that throws yeah. your brain all over the place. Like, <laughs> which is what that's a part of 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 the show. That's what makes it so good. Because yeah, it, and the the psychological of what's going on and, mm. and just they, they put a lot into it and um, yeah, it, it's it, it was spectacular. Um, so yeah, Moon Knight, definitely my favorite of, and, and I, I would go as far as saying that it's probably one of my favorite MCU things that Marvel has put out this, this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As much as I, yes, I like Wakanda forever. Moon Knight just really yes. blew me away. Right. I would agree. Um, then on the Lucasfilm end, we had Book of Boba Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Tales of the Jedi, Andor Season 1, and The Industrial Light and Magic, and Willow. Willow, yes. Uh, I started watching Willow. I, I, I haven't gone too far into it yet. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but um, it's what I've seen so far is, again, high-quality production. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we talked about Tales of the Jedi. That was, that was spectacular. Yes. Um, and, and here's the thing is like there was no it, it, in the Lucasfilm area, no movies whatsoever. No, but, but we got move, we got a whole bunch of series that moved along the story points, man. So that, that took us all on rides and stuff mm-hmm. um, and, and gave us expanded the universe, I think, in more ways than movies would one or two movies would. Right. Um, so the beauty of having all of these of. Uh, these different shows going on, mm-hmm. um, you know, what Andor did, you know, and Kenobi did, uh, and, and Boba Fett as, as much as both people, you don't want to poo poo Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. It did expand the universe a little more. Uh, it gave us, you know, a view of another part of the galaxy that we haven't, even though it's still on Tatooine, it's another part of Tatooine. And, more of the culture mm-hmm. that we haven't had the exposure to and kind of just again broaden um stretched out the fabric of the the get this galaxy right uh, I, Kenobi, I 
is sorry, a smaller sorry kenobi is a smaller aspect of that and you know more focused on kenobi, you know kenobi himself and just his his little adventure but Boba Fett, I just, the only problem I had with Boba Fett, I enjoyed the book Boba Fett. Was it the best series of the year? No. No. But I, I did enjoy it. I just wish they would have, the the one question I had was why? <laughs> why <laughs> did why did he take out Bib Fortuna and want to be the, you know, the crime boss of, of Jabba's palace? You know, that was the one thing that didn't get answered and I wish they would have. <laughs> um, I mean, I think they, they tried to. Uh, the Fennec Shen did, I think, say a few things about that of just how he was not happy how things were being run, and more so to the point of he was not happy being the okay, the but, pawn. but why Boba Fett uh, on Tatooine? Like, he's a bounty hunter, so I'm assuming he goes all over the galaxy. So, what drew him to like, I have to be the crime boss of Tatooine, you know what I mean? Um, I can hypothesize on that. It's a, it goes back to Jabba. Jabba had such a strong stronghold on everything and ran everything, and he was employed by Boba uh, by Jabba at one point. Right. Um. So you, you kind of got you know a taste of how this thing organization was before, and and what things are 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 being run there. Uh, so he was there scouting it out, kind of liked what what was going on there, and said, hey, maybe one day I want this. I mean, maybe not scouting it out, but maybe just getting the impression of, you know what? This is a bad gig. You know, right. Job okay. is sitting there nice and fat and happy. And, <laughs> you know, maybe after I got eaten by Sarlacc and I'm a little more fat and uh, <laughs> you know, not so happy. Maybe, maybe this is, you know, and he spent, you know, you know, 20 years in the Sarlacc pit, you know, <laughs> you know, in the, the belly of the beast. And, you know, it's like, you know. This plant's kind of grown on me. What's <laughs> yeah. the residence here? You know, Bib's not doing anything with this place. He's kind of right. let things go to go off the deep end. Uh, yeah, let's just make people happy. I'll put him out of his misery. Put yeah. him out of other people's miseries, and you know, claim it for myself. He's already got the nice chair. <laughs> My ship's being held there. I, I you know, yeah, makes sense. But so, the, yeah, the, the two key keynote series, though, was, was uh, in my opinion, was Kenobi and Andor, uh, both two totally different, you know, shows. Uh, Kenobi scratched that itch with that, you know, that era of the Skywalkers and having Vader in there and everything was totally fantastic. Uh, Andor, to me, was probably the best series of the year for Star Wars, just the way it was written, acted and, and all that stuff. So uh, it, it is hard to get through. But when you get through it, you'll realize how wonderful it, it, it sounds. It sounds it sounds completely stupid to say, mm-hmm. but yeah. you'll realize how wonderful it actually is, right? Um, and how enjoyable it is, um, and how much it really breathes deep breaths into the Star Wars saga, mm-hmm. um, yep. in the events leading up to Rogue One. And just in, in that gap between uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith and New Hope, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, 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 I'm I'm liking where they're where they're running at the moment with things like Andor and Bad Batch before with uh, Rebels, um, where you, how did you know you go from 
the empire is now taking over to the empire is taken over and everyone's fearing them. And, and now people are starting to push back. How did that all happen? And the, the, you're getting a lot of that. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting to see the multifaceted parts of how this whole rebellion that Princess Leia and Mon Mothma and Luke ends up joining and that whole thing, how that all came to be. And we're, we're still getting a lot more of that story. And it, it is is very interesting and, and um, very well constructed so far and how they're do- going about that. Yes. Agree. hundred <laughs> percent. Sorry. I didn't know if you wanted me to expand on that. One, no, 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 it's, you know, I mean, we, we did the review episode uh, a couple, uh, you know, episodes ago, but uh, it, it, it's again, it's a different type of star Wars, but it is, it is a great, series once yeah. you delve into it you know yeah you, you you gotta be patient with it let it build um and it it will it will pay pay its dividends in time mm-hmm. yes so i think i think that's everything as far as on the disney end itself uh unless am i missing anything that you could think of no i think you covered all of uh you know the major stuff, you know. Um, all right, then let me. I just want to touch on some of our own personal. Yeah, I was gonna uh, say stuff. you did some, you did some changes and stuff. So yeah, stuff going on with the the show itself. Um, we uh, obviously we changed our name in uh, June, no July. Mm-hmm. July we we went through a name change. We went from Disney Marvels to now WD Magic Cast. Um. You know, we got a new logo. We launched our, our website. If you haven't checked out the website, please do. Um, put, put a lot of time into it, and it, I, I am happy with um, happy with it, how it came out. And um, it's an easy way to get in contact with us, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, this says, and this was in November, um, through our, our streaming service. They, you know, they said we put out 42 episodes. I think we put out more than that. And by the time, it's not including anything we did in December. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely more than 42. Uh, we had 28% increase in followers. It's um, awesome. You know, multiple countries around the world, our top five countries, obviously being the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, Brazil, and Japan. Mm. Um, you know, thank you, everybody uh, around the world for listening. Yes. Um, our top episode this year which is kind of strange was episode 136 the muppet muppet vision 3d's 30th anniversary so if you do your math we're on episode 208 that last year yeah <laughs> it's actually a 2021 episode That's 21, man. yeah but hey you know people are going back and listening to all the you know the prior episodes as as we're going forward they're listening to the current ones they're listening to the old ones that's why they're still there, folks. Absolutely, you know, go back, listen to a, a lot of our older stuff because a lot of it's still good, uh, a lot of it's still re- relevant, and you know, you see how much we've we've grown. And then we have produced, and again, this is not a up to minute number. Uh, create over three thousand one hundred and seventeen minutes of new content this year. Wow, 
uh, you know, top in for Spotify is in top in our top 94% of our, uh, our category of TVs and, and film. Uh, so we, uh, yeah, we, we, you put up with a lot of us talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I just want to say what, what I, I jumped on in April, you know, you were, you know, kind enough to throw me out there, even though I've never done anything like this before in the past. And, uh, you know, I see the hard work that you, that you put in, uh, you know, with the changes, I give you credit, you know, to, to, to go forward with the changes and stuff like that. And, uh, this has been an awesome ride and I appreciate you for, you know, giving me this platform with you to, you know, come on and talk about the stuff I love. And, uh, you know, that, hopefully next year is you know we bring it into next year and let's keep on trucking man let's you know hopefully we have more success next year yeah i i mean and thank you for coming i know how nervous and scared you were at first yeah. <laughs> and how much despite how and i'm not sure if i remember mentioning during that episode that it'd been probably a year to two years that i mean dave let's do this let's yeah, do this let's do no this, no 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 i i have to i have to wash my hair that day no, I, <laughs> no I'm, I'm no good at it no i i, I can't do this yeah and you're still here yeah i'm still here <laughs> what was the whole getting used to me it's like well what, what are we gonna do next that's what are we gonna talk about next now yeah yeah, I caught um, the bug after it. It was just the whole getting used to being comfortable in front of with a mic in my face and a camera on me and all that, you know. But once I got used to that, and it's just, you know, it, it's 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 gotten easier over time. You know, I may not be able to articulate all my thoughts that are going through my head, but I try. <laughs> I've been doing this for over five years. I can't always articulate the thoughts yeah. going through my head, and sometimes that's a good thing. <laughs> awesome. um, I appreciate all of you uh you dave matt isaac kim um all the guests that we've ever had on this show um all the people that i've gone to interview uh, not so many this year but the the years that we i've been able to do more of that and, and hopefully next year i i can get some more going um i i truly appreciate all of you all of our listeners um for giving us the gift of being able to spend virtually time together uh you know and letting us continue this thing that we love talking about the things that we love and um giving us a platform to to bring you our thoughts and um and, and connect with some of you in, in some ways one way or another even just through the podcast through social media um yeah, however it may be, um, we tr truly appreciate all of you. Um, thank you for making this such a wonderful year. And I look forward to what next year brings. I have some ideas of what I would like to do, where I'd like to take the show. But as one thing um, I have learned over the over four and a half years that I've been doing this, this show alone, that you never know what you you can make the best plans and have best things laid out and then stuff happens mm -hmm. um and you end up in a totally different direction and you have to be okay with that and i am um you know when i started the year day plan on changing the 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 name of the show and and did i think we were gonna have a website no right and then halfway through the year 
I, I got down to talking to some people and realized I need to grow the show more. And that's why we did these things. And, um, Hey, it's so far it's worked out well and hopefully, you know, it, 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 it lifts us even to higher places. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like I said, props to you, man. Cause you know, it, there was, I, I know I, I'm not with you 24 seven, but I know the amount of work that you probably, yeah, you most likely had to put into this and you know, it, it, it shows, I believe it shows and we just continue to do our thing, man. And, and we'll be fine. Thank you. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate all of you again. Um, happy new year to everybody. Hope your, your holidays, your Christmas, your Hanukkah, your boxing day, Kwanzaa, um, whatever else has been wonderful, has been well. And, um, here's to a healthy, prosperous and happy new year. Thank you again, Dave, for joining us. And thank you for all of you for joining us this year, 2022. My goodness, is it over already? What were some of your favorite events or most mind-blowing events of this year? Let us know. Join our conversation on the Facebook group, facebook.com slash WDMagicast. On Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, we are found at WDMagicast. You can also make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is WD Magicast, where you can find the audio versions of these episodes, plus some other treats that I have posted throughout the year and years. You can leave a voice message through the Anchor app or anchor.fm website and be heard on the show itself, or record your message electronically on your electronic device, your smartphone, your tablet, your computer, whatever you may have, and email it to email at wdmagicast.com. You can also send us any questions or suggestions you may have to that address as well. Links to all these are in the show notes and on our website where you can reach us there as well. The website being www.wdmagicast.com. I want to thank you for your time. I know how crazy everything has been with the holidays and whatnot going on. And hopefully this week you've had a little time to kind of unwind and relax a little bit. When you get a chance, make sure you share out that you're listening to the show and tag us. Let people know. Share us on the social media and let people know about the, the WD Magicast. If, tell your friends. Tell anybody that you know that are big, big Disney uh, people. Tell them about WD Magicast. Also, please, while you're at it, consider, um, please go to Apple Podcast and Stitcher. Leave us a rating and or review. We have all five-star ratings at the moment. Um, some people have left reviews. Fantastic. Thank you. Keep them coming. The more that we get, the more those podcast groups help put out and start advertising. And also that helps us get um, more people to interview and guest on the show because they'll see that people enjoy our show. Because Remember, Walt believed in a big Disney family, so do I. Don't forget to subscribe to the show while you're at it. This way you always know when new episodes are posted and while while you're at it, consider becoming a premium subscriber to help the show out. You can do this over at anchor.fm slash wdmagicast slash support or find us on our Patreon page. You can also check out our merchandise shop where you get yourself some fun WD Magicast stuff, sweatshirts, uh, 
Particularly with the cold weather we got going on right now. T-shirts, hoodies, tote bags, notebooks, cell phone cases. There's a whole bunch of awesome stuff. Mugs for your hot chocolate, coffee, tea, beverage of choice. You can find links to these in the show notes as well. And on our website, because remember, the show is brought to you by listeners like you. I will end this year with the Japanese proverb. In Japan, broken objects are often repaired with gold. The flaws is seen as a unique piece of the object's history, which adds to its beauty. Consider this the next time you feel broken. Remember, never give up, never give in. Be your own hero. And I'll end this week's show with a quote from Walt Disney himself. I am not an economist, but things are not as bad as they seem. I have a great deal of confidence in our future. Again, that's from Walt Disney. Thank you again for listening, everyone. And I'll see you next time.